0: But they said to them, do not be afraid. For see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. I want to tag this text again for a few minutes, a few scattered thoughts. Joy to the world. Amen. Joy to the world. Um, As December gives birth to, I mean, November gives birth to December. We are in this Advent season. But Luke chapters one and two. Talks about the birth of our Christ. And in this moment, these angels, these angelic beings come down from heaven to announce the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. But they stop in a field to simply suggest and tell some simple shepherds what was to come. an announcement. These simple men of humility are simply doing their jobs. Watching over their flocks during the night. And can you imagine what they saw and what they felt? That fear that arrested them as the first time they saw with their natural eyes angelic heavenly beings making this grand announcement. I think we need to make an announcement today. And that is not Jesus is about to be born. But a simple announcement that simply says, he is still on the throne. I don't have much to say today. And so I'll just deal with this text and let you go. in verse 10 they open up by saying do not be afraid I'm not I'm not preaching today but if I were preaching today I would talk about the need for joy he says to them do not be be afraid fear Family fear changes how you look at life. Uh, Fear changes how you handle um, your day-to-day operations. fear, Fear will paralyze you. And fear will literally make you come up with a scenario in your head that may or may not happen. Fear will hear, allow you to hear that your physician sees one thing abnormal and there, once you hear the word abnormal, you just automatically think you got stage-free cancer. No, no biopsy, no test. But fear makes you think something is there that might not even be there. How many of you can testify you've had those moments of fear where well, your mind has played tricks on you? You you, you had no proof of bad news. You had no proof that something would happen in the negative. But something in you says this cannot be good. And yet we raise the question that Jesus raised. Why are you so fearful? Where is your faith? And... Even in that mark in, in, in Mark's writing in chapter four, Mark Mark says to us that he was in the hinder part of the ship to sleep on the pillow. And Mark suggests to us that we need to learn how to trust his presence and mimic his behavior. <laughs> when fear comes in your life, you need to trust his presence. And mimic his behavior. What was his behavior? His behavior was. He was tired. And so he went to sleep. It was a storm. He was tired. And he went to sleep. So ma'am sir. If you are. Disciples. You are learners. And followers of. Jesus Christ and so it is our job to trust his presence and mimic his behavior he went to sleep and who am I talking to right now you can't you can't sleep because fear has arrested you 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 can't function properly among people because Your disposition has been thrown off because of what's weighing on your mind. And you're worrying about a problem that you have no control over. But yet Peter says, Cast your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you. Peter says there is someone whose hands can handle what you're going through. But it is incumbent upon you to take what's in your hands and put it in his hands. They opened up this text by saying. Don't be afraid. And to be honest with you. In this season of 2020. We have much to be afraid about. Afraid of brother. On the outside. It is said that. By March, over 457,000 people will be dead because of COVID. In a matter of two weeks, we have gone from 10 million to 13 million cases in two weeks. Unemployment is at an all-time high. Small... Businesses and churches are closing down weekly. And yet I'm up here saying, do not be afraid. People are spending four to five hours in food giveaway lines across this nation. Nonprofits are running out of resources to give to people in need. And yet, I'm up here saying, do not be afraid. And I hear you asking me if you know these statistics, why would you be up in a pulpit telling us not to be afraid? Like I know those statistics, I also know God is still God. And I also know that Christ has all power in his hands. And I also know that this pandemic and this year did not catch God by surprise. And God knew We would be in this position at this time. And guess what? He is still God and he is still able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask, think, or believe. But guess what? We cannot operate in fear but faith. Because that's what moves mountains. That's what pleases God. And let me ask you a question. For you who are living with fear and anxiety. What has staying up all night accomplished? What has having a bad attitude accomplished? What, 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 what has walking the floor accomplished? What, what what has snapping on people who hadn't bothered you accomplished? Because like those disciples, you are suffering from psychogenic few, which can be fixed. If you learn how to remember. That's what the disciples were suffering from. Psychogenic. Few. They forgot who Jesus was. They forgot he could turn water into wine. They forgot he could take fish and bread and feed the multitude. And yet when they got in what they got into, they forgot everything that he could do. Ma'am, sir, don't you have amnesia? And if you do have amnesia, guess what? It is, it's, it's reversible. If you just remember what God has done in days past, what you are in right now won't, won't, won't push you to panic because you understand the same God who has kept me is keeping me. Don't don't suffer from that dreadful mental disorder. Don't don't let what you're going through cloud what you know. And it's easy to lose focus. The devil wants you to lose focus. He he wants you to because guess what? It takes no faith to feel sorry for yourself. No. It, it takes no faith to have a self-induced, self-thrown pity party. That, that, that's the easiest thing in the world that any of us could do. Just sit around and move no about how bad life is, who don't like us, who don't love us, how sick we are, how broke we are, how bad we feel, how bad life is. That's a simple thing to do. But it, it, it takes grit to fight and have faith. When what you believe ain't what you see, and yet throughout the Old and New Testament, all you read is uh, throughout Scripture is, "Do not be afraid, for I am with you." Well, I'm, I'm not preaching today, but 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 if I were preaching today. I will talk about secondly Jesus is joy they said for see I am bringing you good news of great joy good news of great joy good good news the gospel and the word became flesh And walked among us. And we beheld his glory. Full of grace and truth. The gospel. That's what. People need to hear. That's what. Calms your fear. Because. If you are trying to go through life. Being happy, your life will be extremely difficult. And you, ma'am, you so will be among men most miserable. He said, "I'm bringing you the good news of joy." Now, now, what is what is what is happiness versus joy? Um, happiness is simple. You are always happy when things are going your way. Talk back to me now. When, when things are going the way you think they should go, then you and I, we have no problem being happy. But guess what? Joy for us is choosing to respond to external circumstances with internal contentment and satisfaction. That's that's a a big way of saying I ain't going to let what I see change what I know. That, watch this, you make a choice to have joy. Because you can respond in your flesh, and and you can respond in your emotions, and most of us are guilty of making decisions in our emotions. But M- most of us are guilty of what is making decisions when we are angry, which is the worst time to make a decision. Joy. What what is, what is joy? Joy is I choose not to respond how I want to respond. He says, I'm, I'm bringing you the, 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 the good news. Guess what? The good news is still the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's what pulpits have to get back to preaching. The pulpit has not been designed to make you feel good. Or to give you false hopes. Or to sell you some um, sophomoric faith. That makes you think that if you name it, you can claim it and God gonna give it to you. But that ain't that ain't that ain't how God works. Because guess what? You can't manipulate God into getting what you want from Him. I, I don't want a God who I can manipulate. I want a God who knows what's best for me. I, I want a God who says, no, that door ain't the door for you. So since you in your feelings, I'm going to close it anyway. And down the road, you're going to see I was looking out for you. The gospel. And I know we like to hear uh, everything in pulpits but the gospel. But we must still preach the whole counsel of the gospel. From the first book to the last book. We must hang out in these gospels. Because guess what? People who are hurting need to hear that Jesus is still Lord and in control of this world. The gospel. He lived. He healed. He died. He rose. He lives. That's the gospel. We need to hear. Because guess what? When you hear the joy of the gospel. Now let let, let me back in. And say this to you who are under my voice. It is your responsibility. To read the gospel for yourself. Like it is mine to preach the gospel to you. And perhaps you don't have any joy. Because you only hear the gospel when you turn on Facebook. But you need to read the gospel every day. You need to eat and feast on God's word every day of your life not my my mother my mother is older now and so uh she doesn't travel and traverse as she used to and so um my mother literally probably could fill her car uh up on december 1st and probably by december 26 to 27 she had a half a tank (laughs) uh sister don't she don't move like she used to move uh uh But here is my point. Unlike my mother moving in her car, most of us move daily. And so most of us, although like cars, you may be washed and waxed on the outside. Uh, But you might be a little low on the inside. And the only way you can fill your tank up and change the fluids and make sure your oil is up to par is you got to spend some time in God's word. (laughs) You can't can't text and talk all day. You can't gossip all day. You can't be in folks' face all day. You can't read all day. You can't can't be on Facebook and watch TV all day. You're going to have to set some time apart where you can still awake and you can read and read God's word. And guess what? You may open God's word empty, but by the time you get through reading God's word and saying your prayers, you may have a full tank and you may get up saying, this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. You need the joy of the gospel. That's what you need. You you, you, you don't need uh, wrong advice, wrong relationships. You you need the joy of the gospel. You you don't need to gossip all day. You, exchange your gossip for the gospel, if you will. Um, I, I'm not preaching today. But but if I were preaching today, I, I would back out of this. Humbly, by saying, uh, l- "Learn to spread joy. Yeah. For I am bringing you good news. Watch this of great joy. Watch this. Here is here here is here is the the joy of inclusion for all of the people." now by your lack of response i guess you you don't know what that means that includes you uh because you aren't jewish (laughs) yeah yeah so because of yeah what he said because of christ and what he did on calvary the gospel is not just for one sect of people. It is it, it includes all of us, male, female, the Jew, the Greek, the Roman. It, it includes all of us. So when I hear the gospel, I I, I don't get uh, angry because it is one for for one sect of people. It is for all of us. I was sharing with a friend that uh, the church. Um, needs to be the church in the area of inclusion that uh, the church cannot uh, run away different people because of social economic background academic status and I would even dare to say sexual orientation because guess what people need the gospel because it is the gospel that changes lives, uh, addictions. It is the gospel that breaks chains and breaks yokes. Whatever going on in people that ain't right, including me and you, it is the gospel that changes us. You, 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 can't change folk by cussing them and beating them over the head with the Bible. You, you got to preach love and 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 forgiveness and wholeness and 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 that's what Christ did. He included everyone he got the whole world in his hands and so I, I think Martin King was right when he said that, that that church Sunday morning still is the most segregated place in the world and we worship separately uh, this church is for the upper echelon this is where you have your your professional um black people with money you know this church is for the lower middle class you know the folk there really don't have much money but you know their little church is nice and we've turned churches into country clubs now now for any white folk watching let me say this uh, the term, the black church, in case y'all go there with me today. Y'all know I'm in a liberal black seminary, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm an angry black man now. Um, <laughs> uh, the term, the black church, was derived because white folk wouldn't let black folk worship with them. So, yeah, that's why we have the black church. And one of my friends asked, why do we have HBCUs? Is because white folk wouldn't let black folk go to school with them. So that's why we have what we call the black church. But at the foundation, watch this the church is Catholic. The word Catholic means universal, uh, all of us are part of the same church. Whether you be Protestant, whether you be Jew, whether you be uh, uh, whatever you are—Apostolic, Full Gospel, Baptist, Methodist—all of us are apart. And what has happened is we have split off because we have the different biblical interpretations of the Word of God. But guess what? I ain't got time to fight with you about that. You—if you, you think speaking in tongues is fine, honey, speak until you get tired. If you don't, that ain't my problem either. Do whatever you think the Holy Ghost is leading you to do. I got one question to ask you. Do you believe in Jesus? That he died? That he rose? If you believe that as your core foundation, we're on the same page. We need to share this gospel. Spread joy. That's what Jesus did. Even in the wedding feast in Cana, when the when 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 the wine ran out, yeah. Yeah. he turned water into wine. Because you do know that 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 wine was a symbolic gesture of joy, and don't get too much joy. But but <laughs> especially if you got to drive, don't yeah don't. I don't want Jordan. I don't I don't. Want your Jordan land you in jail. Uh, but but but. But uh, share the joy, which means you and me are supposed to share Jesus. That, that you don't hear about Christ and keep him to yourself. You share him and what he's done for you. If you can share about black friday and you know, this is here and this is here, how dare you don't share the gospel of the living Lord. Don't 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 tell me where I can get um a TV and a bed and some and some towels. But not where I can find Jesus. Don't don't tell me you got 10% off here and 30. But no, no, tell me where I can find hope for my pain. Tell me that there is still a bomb in Gilead. Tell me that Jesus loves me in spite of me, that He forgives me. His mercies are new every morning. His grace is sufficient. We need to share the gospel. And could it be? Could it be? I, I, I ain't God. And, I, I, and I, I don't claim to think for Jesus. But could it be? that one of the reasons why God shut church down is because church got too comfortable having Church. And we love to gather. But we ain't sharing. So could it be God said, well, since since you don't share like I want you to share. I'm going to shut your gatherings down. And make you share. All of you preachers who said Facebook was the devil. Now you're saying, join me on Facebook Live. Because God had to make us move beyond our comfort zone and share Christ in ways that none of us were thinking about. You know why? Because one of the most dangerous things there is, is to be comfortable. Comfort stagnates your growth. Comfort comfort limits how you think. And God has shut church down as we know it because he wants us to share the gospel beyond the walls. And so maybe Dr. West was on to something when he said the church without walls. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. I, I'm not preaching today. But my mama said it like this. This joy that I have. The world didn't give. And the world can't take it away. Most of you and most, most folk in this room, you, you, you've you lost stuff. You you didn't have somebody come pick up your car. <laughs> and And not to wash it either. <laughs> I mean pick it up yeah. Yeah. yeah you've lost an apartment you've lost a house you, you've lost some things hurricanes or floods fires unemployment you, you've lost some things but what you did not lose is the joy that knowing that the God of Heaven is still able to do for you what no one else can do. That's what joy is. Yeah, He left you, but you ain't you ain't you ain't you ain't you ain't lost your mind. And if you did lose your mind, then that 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 the child, look here. Yeah. That you you mm-mm, no uh-uh. get it together. what do you do? You you, you choose to respond with an with with an inner strength. It says, after all I've been through, I'm still here. And all of the Facebook prophets were true last year. They were, they were true. They said, you know, in December, all the Facebook prophets and preachers and apostles come with all these. The next year gonna be the year of this and the year of that. Everybody get prophetic. In December. And all last year they said that 2020 was the year of clear vision. 2020. I can see clearly now. And 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 guess what? I scoffed at that. But they 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 all right. I see I see clearly now. I still look clear now. And what I see clearer now is you might want to appreciate who you have and what you have and the time you have. Cause death is rapid and random. So I see clearly now. I I, I see That what I was mad about really ain't worth being mad about. I see that I'm sorry and I forgive you helps. I see that I shouldn't be so hard on myself, that I can't be all things to all people. I ain't nobody's savior, and I can't carry the burdens of the world. I see clear now. And so as we give birth to December, I would suggest you take a look at the level of your joy. And I would invite you to even peruse your own life to see what's really important and what's not important. I can see clear enough the rain is gone. I can see clear right now. But sometimes you can only see clear when you get certain obstacles out of your way. That's what the song says. Check your joy. And like when you check your oil, if it's low, use the gospel to fill yourself back up. Amen.